Welcome back after another lengthy break. It's been a couple weeks. Um, but the next few episodes are going to be special ones because we will be having guests on for at least, what would you say, at least the next like two or three episodes, right? Yeah, I mean, as long as we possibly can. Everyone's home for the holidays, as we all know. And uh, yeah, I've, we've gotten a lot of good feedback actually when we have like people on. I mean, as entertaining as you and I are. It's always nice to have just like a <laughs> unique voice in there. Exactly. Get and today, why don't you introduce our guest today since he is with you on the other side. Today, yes, in Pittsburgh over here, we got Luke Molongowski, a homie from, uh, I don't even know, middle school, I guess, probably. Yep. Yeah, so uh, we, I don't know, we've all been in the same, uh, same friend group for years, so uh, we wanted to have somebody to... Uh, to entertain the guests and someone who's who would be good for the podcast, and we thought uh, we thought Gowski was the one. So, thanks on? for having me on, boys. Excited to be here. Excited to uh, you know talk to some ears for a little bit. For sure, get my voice out there. See if the podcast people like me. Right. Maybe return <laughs> for another at a later date. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Um. So you had uh you had quite the summer last year. Um. I think everybody. Whatever, whatever anybody says, I think everyone was definitely a little bit jealous. Um, so why don't you kind of walk through what what kind of went on last summer? Yeah, so um, long, just to summarize it pretty much, I was a caddy at this pretty exclusive golf club up in Big Sky, Montana. It is the Yellowstone Club. Uh, been a caddy my whole life, so it just kind of seemed to make sense that I'd go do that. The world was kind of falling apart, so I was on <laughs> LinkedIn looking at jobs and saw a caddying gig up in Montana. I was like, yeah, that'd be kind of fucking I didn't sick. know caddying was on, like, LinkedIn. You'd be surprised. It was more like just, like, uh, blue, like, uh, white collar, like, corporate. Yeah, applying job. to yeah. wealth management internships <laughs> and then caddying gigs. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so I applied to it, got a good recommendation, and after one phone call, got the job, which was pretty sweet. And uh, I will preface it with this. I did know it was kind of like a celebrities club up there, so that's part of the reason why I really wanted to do it. But uh, just a couple of the members up there, Justin Timberlake, Tom Brady, Aaron Andrews, um, and some more. Like, the first round I had, I caddied for the VP of Twitter and didn't even know it. Holy shit. So, like, what what draws, like, such an elite crowd up there? So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, There's – it is essentially the best way I can – describe it is a private essentially it could be its own nation state (laughs) it is a private mountain valley with its own security force its own fire and ems they tell you if you're on property to call that number instead of 911 because it would get there quicker so it's not even like it's not even like it's just a golf club it's like a whole area that's yeah, so what, it, off what, it's known, what it's known best for probably is it's a private mountain for skiing. Hmm. So uh, in Big Sky, there's Big Sky Resort, which is public, and it's on this mountain called Lone Peak. And the one side is public. It's Big Sky Resort where you can buy a ticket and go. And then they legitimately bought the land on the other side of the mountain and privatized it. That's crazy. And um, this, it was started in like the early 2000s, went bankrupt in 2007 or eight during the housing crisis Mm -hmm. and was bought by Discover, Discovery Properties and made into what it is today. But yeah, that's probably what they're known best for. I don't remember the exact acreage, but a couple thousand acres of private land bordering on national forest so how uh is it like something like oakmont where you can't even apply and you have to be like 
pledged and invited almost like get a like legacy and like fill someone else's spot to get in or is yeah, it just based on money well pretty much a combination of all those three like they have like their team of people who like vets the applicants and you need a sponsor to even apply right and also they just announced this year that they're capping membership at a certain level so that's when like the membership prices are going to skyrocket because i mean the funny part is these are all like all right so the small you have to own property on you have to own like either a condo or something on property to become a member you can't just be a member who shows up Gotcha. And the cheapest option option of that is like a 950 square foot condo in the main lodge for I think three and a half million, <sighs> and that's the cheapest option for of 950 square feet. It's like two bedrooms, one bath. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! So, so this is really like the one percent. Do a lot of people live there, or is it more just of like a summer? That's um, that's the nice. next thing I was going to say. That's the cheapest option, and, like, a lot of people live in, like, $12 million houses, and it's their third house that they spend two weeks of the summer at. That's insane. Right. And, like, these are the people... Because I was thinking, like, yeah, there's, like... I wouldn't even say that 1% of those people are Montana natives. Oh. Maybe not even Maybe half Maybe not percent. even that, yeah. Honestly, like, probably less than yeah. that. Because, I mean, these are the people who have private jets. There's, a like, a landing strip somewhere in either Montana or Wyoming. The club has its own private blacked-out chopper to go pick people up from the <laughs> private, la- private this airport. This is some elite fucking shit. Dude, Dude this is elite. Like, Wait. I had to sign some NDAs and stuff when I got there to, Holy like, shit, really? not take pictures of anyone or, wow. like, kind of release any sensitive information. Who, did you see anybody, like, super famous? Uh, like, the Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos. Oh, had her like bitch. <laughs> fucking dumbass. Her daughter's wedding was there this summer, so they're like secret se- secret service guys walking around like vetting people and stuff. Dude, that's a wild experience. Like the front gate legitimately is like guarded with armed private security guys with AR-15. That's shit. crazy. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like if shit hits the fan, which it might. I can see this place just seceding and being like, you know what? We're good up here. No one can come in. <laughs> Literally, like, apparently, I don't think it's happened yet, but I chatted with an IT guy that was like, yeah, people want to put their own 5G cell tower on property. <laughs> That's Dude. crazy. Yeah. Um, so I, I was wondering, so, you know, there's very few people that I know personally, um, that would do something like that, like during during the summer, like literally just sit there. I mean, I assume this is your thought process, but sit there and be like, I'm kind of beat. Like I'm like, there's just nothing going on. Like I want to try something that's going to like change my life almost. Is that like what it was like? Yeah. I mean, like you got, like we were kind of talking about earlier. I love going to new places. Like I was blessed enough to go to Denver for school, study abroad in Berlin and stuff. And like, I was kind of sitting there. I was like, fuck it. I don't really want to just go back to Pittsburgh for another summer of doing the same bullshit. I, so where the real connection came from is a friend from Denver transferred to Montana State Bozeman. And so we were like catching up one day and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if I got a job up there and like lived with you for the summer? We could go fishing all the time. He's like, yeah, that'd be sick. Like if it <laughs> happens, you can do it. And I was like, you know what? All right. Sure enough, applied to the place, and um, I lived in this kid's basement, paid him 500 bucks for the whole summer. I mean, I thought that was pretty (laughs) fair. Great deal. Yeah, (laughs) like, I mean, it was on an air mattress in a closet, but like... Fuck it. Exactly. Like, I got to go fishing every day. That was a big part of it. As you guys know, big fly fisherman. I know I probably bored everyone with my trillion pictures of fishes and sunsets this <laughs> summer but that's really what life was like up there and like montana i cannot give the state enough credit like if there was a truly purple state it'd be montana like i've only heard good things about montana like yeah. literally only good things i mean people up there just really want to be left alone like they don't want <laughs> anyone telling them what the fuck they can or can't do they like legalized gay marriage because like they just didn't want any sort of regulation on that like they're like they're like yeah. not to be pejorative or anything there's not a lot of gay people in montana but like 
They're just like, fuck it. Government can't tell us what to do. Yeah. Like, everyone's got guns. Like, you don't want to cross people up there. The speed limit is 80, 85 on most high highways. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's a different world up there. Well, the population's so low, too. Oh, yeah. I think Bo Bozeman is one of the big, not the biggest, but one of the bigger cities, and it's at about 70,000, I That's think. That's wild. Oh, my God. And my buddy told me last year during the winter there was a two-week period where it didn't get above negative 10 in Bozeman. So wow. these, it's like, I was like, oh, Montana's sweet. And they're all like, you're up here in the summer. You come here in the winter, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And then um, your brother lives out west, too. Did you get to see him at all? Yeah, so my two older brothers live in Steamboat. Teddy and Oh, Nick that's right. Okay. And, um, yeah, they got to come up. They came up, and they both love Big Sky. Honestly, like, the comparison, not that I saw Colorado before, like, the big influx of people. Like, I am a part of the influx of, <laughs> you know, transplants going to Colorado. But a lot of people compare Montana to what Colorado was 20 years ago, before this right. mass migration. Yeah. And Montana just legalized recreational marijuana. Dope. Which I we actually talked about. That's that a, a business weeks venture ago, yeah. right there. Yeah, like yeah. opening up a dispo in Montana. I mean, I guarantee you, everybody who does it is just going to be rich ass motherfuckers moving in there oh, to take yeah. over. Yeah, and that's a again, that's a big big point of contention in Montana because I mean, first of all, there's not many people from Montana. Like, I wonder how much like what the net worth is of the richest Montana Montanian. Yeah, I think <laughs> I. There's a guy. There's probably a billionaire. A couple probably. billionaires. No, there's uh, definitely. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's like ranchers. <laughs> there's like ranching and cattle shows. Like there's like $500,000 cows up there. Actually? <laughs> yeah. I did not <laughs> realize shit. how lucrative it was. People like at these cattle shows and different livestock shows, people will pay hundreds of thousands for one animal. What makes a good uh, five? What makes a half a million dollar cow? <laughs> Utter size, teat size. <laughs> <laughs> size of the rump it's got on. <laughs> nah, I, I gotta assume it's like genetics, like with horses and everything, but that's like be my fantasy, like a rancher with a couple horses. That'd be dope. Cows. Yeah, so do you, you, you think you'll probably stay out west? Probably. I mean, or at least go out there after school and kind of hang out for that's a few what years. I'm, that's what out. I'm thinking right now. Like, as I mentioned earlier, I like kind of hate myself as I apply to like wealth management internships and corporate finance career tracks. Like looking at that on paper, is kind of like, God, fuck. But, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably go back to the Yellowstone Club for another summer. I think that's dope. Yeah, you definitely should. I've met some great it, people. It'd even there. be dope if you worked your way up there, because I like I you'd be outdoors all day. Like I know you like that type of shit. So well, that dude. If that's you worked the thing. your way up into an elite ass club like that, you'd be making good ass money. You'd know a ton of good, like crazy. You you make a ton yes. of good connections and shit. Like dude, you'd be, you'd be, job. You'd be low key point. powerful. You'd be like pretty powerful of a human being in like right, the grand dude? scheme like, of things. And that's that's how it starts. Like if you just start low, you start as a bitch and you work your way up. Dude, they, exactly. They gain the respect. They see that you show up and you do your shit. You keep keep to yourself. You're not like a like a fanboy or any of that yeah. shit. You know, like, I don't know. You I almost told Tom Brady like go Steelers and stuff. They're like, <laughs> yeah, that's how people get fired. Like, <laughs> Like, okay. like on my first day, I almost wanted to be like, "Hey, Pat, suck, buddy." Like, but yeah, none of decided that. not to. Like entourage. That's. Yeah, I was just gonna say, literally, like that entourage episode. Turtles, just like, "Hey, man, fuck you." Hey, do I do I know you from somewhere? Wow, were you at the Giants victory parade last year? <laughs> uh, so, um, I'm just thinking, like, when I heard you were going to Denver for for college, I literally was like there's not a better fit for my friend, like any of my friends than the fit of Denver and Gowski. Yeah. That's what people joke about. They're like, Oh, why'd you pick, pick Denver pot? Like, and I'm <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, no. especially like four years ago before, like all these, uh, like states legalized and like Denver was like the big one, like the Mecca. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, you're just moving there to smoke a bunch of weed. Yeah, it's when like... I have my long ass <laughs> hair, like, yeah, I'm going to Colorado. Oh yeah, that too. You <laughs> had the flow. 
But yeah, man, I love it out there. I mean, skiing, I get in a good 50 days of skiing each year, which is like, you talk to people out there, that's not even that much. Like my buddy who goes to Montana State got in 115 days of skiing last year. Pittsburgh, I'm lucky to get fucking Eight, four. Five. Seven yeah. springs for three weekends. Yeah, like. yeah that, I'd be super satisfied if I could get three solid weekends in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but it is awesome. Like, I've told you to come out and stuff. It might happen. Huber's come out a couple times. But um, it's really it's really awesome. There's a bunch of people from Hampton actually moving out there now. Oh, like, yeah. Jay Griff's older sister lives out there um, with, I think, Caitlin Jameson. I don't okay, know. A bunch of, bunch older, of Hampton, older, older heads. heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, it is getting crowded. I will say that as someone who's only been there for four years, like there are so many fucking people out there. Rush hour is comparable to LA. I would imagine like it's that bad. Wow. It's that bad. But like I said, Nick and Teddy live in steamboat, which is three and a half hours West and awesome. Like that's where I would like suggest going. If you just cause it's like a little more low key. It's not, it's like, cause think if you could, move to any city in the u.s right now denver's probably my top three denver's on a, like the top five list of like livable places whatever the i'd hell probably put means. in my top three too yeah 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 like three of the top five are in colorado it's like denver boulder and i think either colorado springs or fort collins yeah <laughs> it's i'd say like yes i'm um, denver la and like Maybe Honolulu. like <laughs> Well, I was thinking that, but then I was like, that's not really practical. Like, yeah. you got to be somewhat practical. And I was like, all right, maybe like Austin. Austin, I would 100% go to Austin. Yeah. It's like, did, um, Joe Rogan just moved to Austin. A ton of people moved to Austin. <laughs> it's like, that's what I was saying. It's like, you got the Texas. Everyone's vibe. leaving LA now. Exactly. So. <laughs> Fuck California. <laughs> I know. We'll see. You know we'll what's see. weird is like, what all these places have in common is it seems like there's like this wave of like the younger generation that just kind of wants to be left alone. Like, they yeah, just like, peop- everyone wants to leave the madness. Right. People are but just But the tired problem of is, people leave the madness and everybody. Leaving the madness goes right. to the same place, <laughs> thus creating more madness. Uh, right. Well, that's like, why I think Austin is like this popular spot right now is because you've got the Texas ideals of like, don't tell me what to yeah, do. Yeah, but guns. it's like a little more lip. Not like, but I don't Austin's think it's totally the most liberal. liberal town in Texas. Yeah, I think it is, but it. But but it's just the most in Texas, so I don't think in the grand scheme of things it's super liberal. Exactly. Uh, so I think it's like a nice. So yeah, you got the good ground. balance of having guns, but like cool, hip, new, like posh restaurants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've heard only good things about Austin. I'd love to go there someday. Yeah, totally. So you brought a couple topics to this episode, which is again one of the goals of this, like what we're hoping to do. Gowski is starting the wave of this new kind of guest series that we have already just announced. Felt um, a lot of pressure doing it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we everything's we, this is what we here. want. <laughs> we want it to kind of be episodes run by our friends. So we'd love for you to present some topics and we'll we'll just hash it out like like we would on any given night that we do do on any given night. <laughs> on any given night, any given Sunday. <laughs> But, yeah, I thought of a couple. I don't know where you guys really want to start. I'd say probably the one I've been thinking about most is just the age-old question of why girls like fuckboys over nice guys. This could be, like, a long conversation. This could be a long one. This could be a long one. Because, like, before we started recording, you said douchebags, and then you used the word fuckboys, and that just, like, sparked the whole... I immediately thought e boys, and I think TikTok boys, and like, yep. why do chicks like TikTok boys? But then, like, you can extend that to just like a general douche. General bag. douche in, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, and I, go it's ahead, dude. so confusing. I just watched a movie two nights ago, and it's like one of those classic rom coms. I think it's called <laughs> The Night We Met. But anyways, uh, it's, it's about this. Flicks? Yeah. I, th- I think I've heard about that. I didn't. Yeah, see I it. mean, the dude, like, he's in love with his this chick he meets at a party in college, and she friend zones him right off the bat, and then like it zips forward three years later, and she's like getting married to some 
dude that's just like way more attractive than him blah 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 all this stuff <laughs> and so he can just like keep going back in time to the night that they first met like you know it's one of those like unrealistic shit yeah okay. like a magic I like thing it. i like the preface he that's keeps going fun. back in time and trying to like change the outcome of what happened like try oh, to so keep he can not getting like friend zoned so he can like change the future like yes, a Groundhog exactly. Day scenario. It's it's literally a perfect mixture of like Groundhog Day and then other like kind of time travel, like fun loving movies like that. So anyways, he travels back in time to the night, he impacts the night, and then it zips him forward to present day three years later. So it's only those two days that keep just replaying. And he just and keeps so, like, trying and he sees up. the result. Yeah, so he immediately gets to see the result of like what happened. And it's just funny because he goes through all these things. But literally the one time he gets the girl two times, one of the times He's just like, I'm just going to be a complete fucking dick. And then sure enough, wakes up three years later in her bed. Yep. He's got like highlights in his hair and shit. It's like funny. <laughs> he's just, he's he, cause he it actually became the douche. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a funny movie that kind of relates no. to what we're talking about. I don't think there's an explanation in it. I think, I don't know. I think there's a lot to it. Um, I think part of it, though, I've I've heard this, and I think it kind of makes sense. Is um, some of it I think is primal. So, like, if you yeah. have just like a nice, like overall nice dude who's nice to everybody, then that appears as like weak and like not alpha and like pr- not protective. Makes, I think in a way. That makes so, sense. Um, I think part of it might be just like primal instincts. They're like an asshole and like somebody who carries themselves like confidently like that and like arrogant, even though it's like not good. I think subconsciously it might give no, you the I, vibe that they're um, they can protect you more. I definitely agree. There's like some I read about it in some book. There's literally something about the way you carry yourself like good posture will actually attract females to you. I know that oh, sounds no, crazy, I, but like. It definitely makes and not sense. that that has anything good posture whether you're a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> but i i would agree i'd say there's definitely some hard wiring in the brain to that extent and the way i was thinking about it is just like like maybe even classic just go back to school go back to like grade school go back to middle school like what do kids do? They always make fun of each other. That is the truest thing I've ever heard. Like, whoever is, like, kind of the funny asshole is usually the person with, like, friends and people, like, think they're cool and stuff. Like, I think... So true. Why and, is that, dude? And I Why? Think, well, I think on, like, a basic psychology level is, like, haha, I'll laugh at that because it's not me. You know? Like, nobody wants to be the butt of the joke and everyone wants to be on the laughing side instead of the... So, like, if you're on the laughing side, oh, they're not going to pick me next. Like, and I think that translates to, like, nice guys versus douchebags because it's like, oh, like, this guy's kind of an asshole. Like, he's kind of a dick to girls and stuff. But, like, what if he picks me? Like, what if I'm the one that he likes? Like, every good, every, every girl, like, wants to just be the one special girl for the douchebag and change him and, like, change his ways. Oh, he won't be a fuckboy with me. Like, because oh I'll, that's like. so true. <laughs> and that's, I think that's part of it. And, like, just to an extent, nice guys are boring. Like, I've been a fuckboy. I've been a nice guy before. Like, there's, all, like, if you call a girl beautiful a hundred times, oh, it's not yeah. going to mean anything right. anymore. Like. Yeah. For sure. But. Uh, yeah, and nice I don't know. Guys, I'm just, I'm just pondering it right now. I know. Like, I know. Just like, like literally, what, that, like, what it. is the answer? Because and it's, it's ridiculous. Because so like I've noticed it myself. Because I think I've been the nice guy and also the fuck boy before. And like in high school, like the like uh, this might get, uh, won't <laughs> mention any names or anything, but like. <laughs> When I was a nice guy, shit didn't work out. And when you actually don't give a fuck about, like, a chick or whatever, <laughs> it seems to attract them more. So like, true. Like, it's, legitimately, it's leaving on red and stuff like that. And then you, because, like, I know for me, like, I kind of like a chick that's a little mean to me. Like, Dude, I kind of want to get yes, after it bro. a little bit. Like, yes. make me feel a little bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I was... My, I was shit on my life a little bit. I don't know. I was kind of thinking the other way because I was, I was going to make the point that at least me, 
um, like I, I would like want a girl who's like, like just super sweet, just like nice as fuck to like, yeah. and like, like one of those chicks who like you can just like look at them and see that they're like super fucking innocent and yeah. would never say anything bad about anybody. Because I think I, I need that. that like opposite. Because I'm a, <laughs> like I'm a dick, and I, like I, I say like a lot of fucked up shit sometimes. So I feel like I would maybe need that to count yeah, true. a little fire and ice type action. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, and like I don't know, it's something like about a girl that's like, and it probably goes the same way for girls too. But like, I was thinking about it. It's like you. You always want what you think you can't have, of course. Like, if you think there's a girl you couldn't get, then it'd be like, what if I did? Like, that would be sweet. Yeah. And then, like, again, through my experience, simping and, like, going the <laughs> other way. Like, I won't lie. I've simped occasionally. Like, you got to uh, simp yeah, everyone. Oh, we've well. all simped. We've all dabbled uh, in simp. Dabbled everyone in is it? simped. If, yeah, if you say you haven't simped, you're capping. Exactly. Exactly. But, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Like, you, like, unless it's, like, a really nice girl and, like, she's actually not fucked up in the head or anything. But, like. Rare. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're, we're all, boy or girl, we're all pretty fucked up in the head. And I, that obviously has a lot to do with it. But, like, if you, like, can't get something, it instantly makes you want it more. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah. If I, I mean, if I could have 20 Lamborghinis, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really want I wouldn't want one. I'd want 21. Yeah, <laughs> I'd want a Ferrari. Kind of related, but I was just talking to my friend. So he had, like, hung out with a girl. They got food three times over here. And um, did he pipe? He was like, I literally still don't know, like, if we're just friends or if she <sighs> likes me. <laughs> and I was before. like, the tell all in my eyes is if she's super comfortable around you already, she does not like you, bro. Like, she has to still be like holding back, like still like nervous on the dates, like still like not uh, showing you her true self. Because if she's already, comfortable, but it also depends on the girl. Because there's like those bad, like bad bitches who just like don't give a fuck, and they the, just like from the first moment. Yeah, yeah, they just like yeah, take me like how I am. Like if you don't like me, like fuck you. But then true. there's other girls who yeah, who are just gonna be kind of holding back and like. No, I nervous. Exa yeah, exactly. Because there's some girls exactly like you said who just hang it all out there. But like three dates, I'd say that's right where it's like it's gonna go. You're either gonna get ghosted or like you're gonna actually move into something. You gotta make the move. Exactly. Because yeah. yep. like that's the point where it's like, alright, what the fuck are we doing? And the awkward thing is, is when like as the guy, if you like, kind of like this chick, like, are you gonna be the one that's like the what are we talk like? Right. Because then right. it could get weird, and they could be like, yeah, like what? And Chill. That's, <laughs> and that's just like, I mean, maybe just man's ego in society. Like, you don't want to be the one that like gets uh, to the same extent. You don't want to be the one that gets burned. Oh, you yeah, know? for sure. Because that's like the classic, oh, when she hits you with the what are we? Like, oh, I'm such a dude. Like, I don't want to fucking have a girlfriend. Like, <laughs> you know? Dude, shooting your shot. Like, is it easy for you guys at this point? Like, honestly, I might be the most hesitant to shoot a shot at this point in my life than I ever have. Dude, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there's two sides of it because... Like, if I think back to, like, like middle school, like, before I had, like, any insecurities or anything, and I just, oh. like, was, I was still, like, a kid, like, I would walk up to any chick and just be, like, yo, like, what's up? Like, and I feel like I had swag with it because, True. like, I had no, like, there was no nervousness. I was just, like, talking to a person. True. And, right. like, I saw a TikTok about that. It was, like, like, when we're little kids, like, there's no anxiety or anything. Like, you just, like, you're in, at, like, at recess you just like walk up to anybody and start talking to them like become friends with anybody like making friends literally. is super easy when you're a little kid mm -hmm. you just like literally say like hey do you want to be my friend and like that's literally <laughs> yes. what you do and it like happens but then as you get older it's like it's different um so yeah i don't know that just <laughs> that tiktok made me think of that I that's think, funny no go, go for ahead it. uh so i think like I don't know. Whenever I'm dead sober, I just can't even like 
think about it. Like, I could not go up to a chick and just start talking to her. Like, these days, maybe it's the pandemic. Maybe it's... Dude, no, I think it's it's our, it's our all the social media. It's social it's media. It's our phones dude, and yeah. shit, dude. We're all hidden behind our phones. So, like, when you actually have to say shit in person, it's, like, it's not as easy as you, as you think it dude, is. Dude, even talking in class these days, kids, like, can't talk in class. Like, that yes. used to be my class, like, my thing. Like, I talk in class, even on Zoom. Like, I'm the one who will unmute and, like, say something. But there are kids who will not say anything an entire quarter and then be like, oh, like, why doesn't the professor know my name? Like, why do why do I have such a bad grade? Why is my participation so low? It's like really, are you really wondering? <laughs> are you even in this class? I've never heard about you. Well, dude, think about this: if you were to walk into a coffee shop right now, your local coffee shop, every girl that's there by themselves is going to either be on their phone or on their laptop, guaranteed. So in the old days, when like that wasn't a thing, they if they were there alone, they'd literally just be sitting there. Like maybe like, reading a newspaper, or just drinking coffee, and you yeah. could just walk up to them and just start like talking. Or maybe just like th- that's the other thing. Before all this phone bullshit, people used to just like sit there and just kind of like hang out, think, oh yeah, <laughs> watch Ponder people, ideas. just observe, observe at, like life, and just th- yeah, exactly. That's one Ponder thing. Ponder ideas, just kind of relax and just take a second to do whatever. But now, like if you see somebody, just like or even even now, like. If if you're alone in public and you you're like waiting for something, like you're try sitting try sitting there with your phone in your pocket, you feel yeah. like you feel sketchy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like you're up to something. Yeah, it's like why is this kid just sitting here, just like staring at the ground? It's actually so funny we're talking about this because I went to the mall today, and I don't think I've been to a mall in maybe three years. And it was so, like, maybe, the, I don't know what reason that that's for. But I went to the mall, and I just forgot what it was like. Like, there are people just hanging out at the mall. Like, what are you doing? Like, and that's, like, the most, like, middle school or early juvenile, oh, whatever. I used to like, go there in go middle the school. Well, I, I used to, dude, I used to roll up to the chicks. mall. Exactly. Because you're like, that chick's kind of cute. Maybe I'll talk to her. Like, yeah, like, you want to go to the mall, hit the food court. You get like twenty bucks from your mom, so you could hit the food court. Maybe get like a hat from Liz. I was that was oh, the like first the example yeah. I thought a, of. like a snapback <laughs> flap room from Liz. Like if yes. if you're lucky, you could find one for like like fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, like sales rack, like an old pirate's hat or something. Five dollar meal from the food court, and you'd be killing it, dude. And just hang out and post up. And I think that goes back to what we were just talking about, talking to girls and stuff is that's when like you had the confidence because you were just a young got all these hormones flowing you're at the mall you just got nanny ann's pretzel like you're ready to game <laughs> like you just got a fresh cap on from lids like maybe your initials etched in oh, yes. <laughs> and you're feeling good like you're with your homies and shit nothing else matters but like you're about to go talk to that girl in the north face and hugs right? <laughs> <laughs> swear um yeah but I don't know, because if there's, like, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say there's two sides of it, and, like, now, I think it was, like, when I was really young, and, like, more now, and, like, as I get older, I think it's, I feel like it's getting easier now. I don't know why, but just seems like it is. But definitely, like, high school, and, like, right after high school, like, you, it just—it's just weird to walk up to somebody unless, like, you know them well already. Definitely, and like, I mean, not to like flex or anything, but at the beginning of this quarter, for the first time in like a while, I had a chick come up to me and ask for my Snapchat. Well, and see, that's the thing. Like, that's happened that was a pretty couple. Hot. Like, that's the thing. Like, most girls don't do that, and like, I've seen it a few times, like with me or friends, and like, usually it's it's usually it's just fucking complete peg <laughs> like i'm not i'm not gonna sugarcoat it usually it's a peg but um every now and then like yeah like uh the the girl kind of flips flips the roles and they're she's just like fuck that like and i'm gonna I go ask for his awesome. number i think that's awesome i was like kind of a little taken aback i was like yeah for sure little mama. <laughs> yeah bro for like I'll kind of expose myself here i literally <laughs> did not like have a thing with a chick my first two years of college very first party 
junior year, this chick walks up to me and just starts talking to me. Like, I'm literally sitting there with my drink with my bro next to me. And she just, like, <laughs> approaches us and just, like, starts talking. And she's just, like, a dime. And we're just, like, looking at each other, like, <laughs> what is going Like, literally, what is going on? And then ask for our snacks. What would you do? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. wait, like, where's the cameras? Yeah, but she literally ended up being the first girl I ever had a thing with in college. And it was just like crazy that she just took the power. It literally took, like, yeah, the alpha move on her part to, like. And that's what I think about is because, like, didn't that make you feel good? Like, that made you feel good. Oh, dude. I mean,. The fact that I was genuinely shocked and probably like looked shocked, like on my face, like <laughs> and just goes I, to show you. I think about that all the time because, to an extent, you kind of hear all the time, "Don't be that guy that's like gro- going up and being creepy to girls." Yes, which obviously is very important. Do not be creepy to but girls. But at the same time, but if you finish, because I know what you're gonna say. But if you approach in a respectful manner and like say, give a girl a compliment, like that can change someone's day. Like that can make that. Like when was the last time like you got a compliment in public? Like someone never. came up and like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> right? no. no, like never. Yeah, never. Unless like the only compliment that I ever have gotten is clothes, probably. Yep. Like, yeah. yo, like, I like your shoes, like your hoodie or something. That's, like, yeah. the classic be like, yo, like compliment. <laughs> I like those kicks, bro. Uh, no, but, like, <laughs> even a chick, she'll be like, yo, like, I like that hoodie. And I'll be like, True. oh, like, thank you. But, like, yeah, that's it. That is a fresh hoodie, by the way. Thank I forgot you, to bro. tell you that. Thank you, <laughs> Zed's in Southside. Yes, sir. Yeah, dude, this all goes back to shooting your shot. Like, the original question. Like, how... How do you even if you were to shoot your shot, like you have to do it in a certain way, or else you really like. I thought Galski was going somewhere else with what he was going to say because he he was saying that like a a nice comment goes a long way. But I was I was going to kind of go back and say that I feel like also I think a lot of girls aren't used to just being like walked up to because like it's just not the thing. It's a lot of fucking texting and DMing and Mm -hmm. weird bullshit. So I think like, even if you go up with good intentions and like, you're nice, they might just be like, this dude's creepy. (laughs) And it's like, no, like I'm, I'm just trying to like, I'm saying what's up. Like, Like, come on now. Yeah. I feel like that. No, 100% happens too. Like a dude just walks up to a chick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The only fear you have is getting shut down. But at the same time, like, it's really simple when you think about it. Like, Okay, you walk up to a chick and like, she kind of shuts you down. Like, all right, go on about your life. You're literally where you were right before you walked (laughs) up to that chick. So like, what changed? Yes. It's like the the opposite side of that is like, what's the worst she can say is no. You go up and she's like, ew, oh my god, get away. (laughs) Yeah. If she drops the ew, they're like, oh. "Oh." But I could not agree more. You're in the same position you were in 10 minutes ago. Maybe a little worse on the self-esteem side. <laughs> yeah. Just a tiny hit. to like if, the Yeah. If she hits you with but, the ew or like any sort of disgust yeah. and you're like, ah, oh, There's guy. some dudes, though, that <laughs> just like. Another drink. There's some dudes that just don't get affected by that stuff. Like they yeah. literally just get rejected and they're just like, all right, whatever. Like they literally yeah. just move right on. Yeah, and that's some important confidence to have, honestly. But um, this was going back to kind of like another different thing I wanted to talk about. But uh, like as you guys were saying, like I've been lucky and blessed enough to go to a lot of new places. And this is my favorite shit ever. Whether girl, boy, old person, young person, no matter what. And I think it's a trait of the older generations that will say is old people are more inclined to do this. But just going to a new place and meeting somebody new and having even the most basic level of conversation. Like going to Montana, meeting new friends, going to being able to go to Berlin and meet different people. Like I just love meeting a new person and hearing their perspective on even something. Yeah. So that's simple. some old, that's some old people shit. Cause and that, dude, that's like when you like, like you meet like a homeless dude and he just tells you like a crazy story or you meet yes. a veteran and he just tells you some like exactly. really inspirational, like sig- wise shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting the, exactly giving us like drunk. And sig- I think to a cigarettes are the number one way to do that. By the way, C- yeah, cigarettes. Don't support smoking. Only did it when I was in Europe, but like that's the number one way to meet people. <laughs> yeah, bond, yeah. You could definitely bond with somebody over <laughs> oh, cigarettes. Easy. You got a lighter. Yeah, because it's like yeah, you got yeah. a light, then you sit down next to him on the bench, you like, smoke well, together. Shit, you're like, yeah. Right? So like. <laughs> 
So like, what was the war like? And I think it's in I've, I've, I, the reason I say this thing about older generations is because I've noticed it during the pandemic, because I think it really takes a toll on these older lonely people. You know, like yeah. I'm walking around parks in Denver and I just right before I left, I was getting my tires done at this shop and like it was an hour. So I didn't want to like have my friend pick me up. So I just went to this park across the street and started walking around and I had my mask on. But um, this older, probably like a little bit older than like our mom's age, like maybe 60. 60s, yeah. And um she stops me on the path and is just like, hey, like, how, how's it going? How's your day going? Like, what? 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 And I was like, dude, I could just tell that she wanted someone to talk to. Like, she, it just seemed like, and I think it just is taking a toll on so many people that they can't go out there and talk to someone. Like, yeah, it's like, I, it's, that's definitely something that older people do but i have some sort of hope because there's a lot of younger people that are uh, like tending to do that too i think yeah. like when i was in uh like what what you just said kind of reminded me of this when i was in uh la like um, <clears throat> about a month or two ago uh me and my buddy parker were sitting on the beach and this uh this lady walked up she was like young probably in like late 20s maybe 30s and uh, she just like walked up and started talking to us, and she um, and she was just like, she had like an Instagram page, and she just walked around like talking to strangers and asking them uh, like what, like what in that moment they're like appreciating most. Damn, and it's just like, I like that. yeah, that's, that's cool. like sh just shit like that. Um, it's kind of like that. I think it's a little older now, but like that Humans of New York project or mm -hmm. whatever, like a that's picture like the first and like one a, of those I ever saw. Yeah, like a little blurb. I I think that is really cool. Yeah, they're cool because I, I don't know, it just because you'll never know what the fuck you're gonna find out. Like I I remember really getting down and like making friends with. It was like three a.m. After like clubbing in Berlin, that's yeah, that's and I'm like textbook. I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette. Guy comes up, asks for a cigarette, sits down, starts talking, <clears throat> and uh, he pulls out his phone. And he didn't speak English super well, but uh, he's like, "I'm going to this place," and I was like, "No way, that's where I'm going." <laughs> So at 3 a.m., I literally had, like, an hour train ride across the city with this guy. I think he was from either Thailand or Taiwan or something. And it was awesome. Like, we, <laughs> like, got each other's Instagram, talked about all this stuff, all these different things. It was, like, 4 a.m. And, like, granted, like, some, like, alcohol probably helped f lube this all up. But, like, you know, and, like, just things like that, it, I just think are truly priceless. Like, and I think... That's the toughest part about this pandemic is like you really can't even go out and talk to anyone. anymore. Yeah, yeah. So what's like your thoughts on like the social way? You know, you said it's kind of like an old person thing and I agree. Mm -hmm. But like, what do you think this pandemic's doing to young kids like socially? Like, obviously, it's crushing them. Yeah. But in what way? Like how hard? The thing is, I don't think the it's fuck it. I don't, it breaks my heart, but I don't think kids are really affected by this all that much really because i don't well, agree bro i mean i think they are with like seeing each other and shit but dude kids more than us and we're super addicted to technology oh, those yeah. kids are like already so fucking deep into fucking the ipad generation. I, every little yeah they're the that's what they are they're the ipad generation when parents could just slurp when you're iPhone. so young mm -hmm. that you have like a big tablet because the phone's like it's it's too it's too mm -hmm. small and complicated. Right. You need like the big things so you can like see everything and be sloppy and you with can your see touches. It anywhere and you go to restaurant, kids freaking out. Yep. Slide an iPad. Yeah, slip them the fun. iPad. <laughs> give them the fucking cat ear headphones. It's good and fucking, for the next two hours. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like fucking just jamming that kid with fucking like suppression shit. Seriously, so they just, like stay dull. Yeah, and, and like, then medicate him next. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that's that. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're just making kids like fucking and zombies. To that point, I would agree with you. I think there's a lot of factors playing into it already, but I think... But also, like, yeah, yeah. like school is definitely a huge thing. Like, being, like... Okay, definitely little kids because... Yeah, imagine taking like, away, like, 
third and fourth Reset. grade right yeah now. that shit's so fun where you learn that it's not okay to like slap someone yeah <laughs> oh that too yeah seriously like, bro or like I chew on your friend's t-shirt yes because like, like kindergarten through like kindergarten through fifth grade are like crucial and learning social skills and how to like yes. deal with other humans and treat other humans and when you're only seeing other kids over a screen for a couple hours a day and really not interacting with them, never interacting with them in private. It's only in the classroom mm-hmm. setting. That and could definitely have some... I think that is the most valuable part that's being missed on, out on these days because, like, that's how you learn. Like, that's... I remember I was saying to my dad the other day, I used to think, like, this noise... I used to think I was the only one that could hear that. Like so you could hear it. Yeah, like I used to think that I was making that noise like in my head, oh. and like oh. no one else around me could hear it. And I'll never forget first grade, Mrs. Malinovich's class. Like it's like reading time or whatever, and she's like, "Can you stop that, Luke?" And I was like, <laughs> "You're like, wait, what? Y'all, you all are telling me you can hear it." <laughs> That's amazing. And like shit like that, you just learn. Like I remember tying my shoe in second grade and the whole class like fucking getting hyped for me. I was like, let's go. Like, And I think that is the most crucial part the kids are missing out on these yeah. days. And I, who knows what kind of, what? maybe there's some benefits. I don't know. But. I don't think so. No, dude. I don't, I don't think so. Dude, and, like, my mind just went to a real dark place with, like, these kids, like, having even worse social skills and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, the quiet kids. And once and they're dude, back in... And imagine. I don't know, dude. I, I'm, I'm thinking school shootings and bullying and shit. Once well, they dude, all, imagine if these the, if kids. This is, if this happens for, like, a while, if this happens for this whole school year and, like, even longer, then I think that's where you might see, like, serious mental health problems with um, kids. Yes, 100%. Yeah. If imagine a kid missing third and fourth grade right now, what they'll be like in high school. And that's also the saddest part. It's like, um, is this the longest we've gone without a mass shooting in America? Because uh, there's a bunch of restrictions in place about no one gathering in places. Like, is that not the saddest thing ever? Like, yeah, that seriously. Is, yeah. But yeah, we can move on to a less depressing topic. No, I mean you're right. It's. But at the same time, if there was, like, I mean, crime has been rising, but it's just more about, uh, I don't know, it's just more about, uh, like, what kind of crime and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Yeah, you can, yeah, it is fucked to say, but it's true that the mass shooting, like, all that stuff, like, it's a blessing that they've stopped, but it's because of COVID. (laughs) Um, but yeah but crime in general hasn't i don't hasn't declined it's it's risen if anything i just thought mental health issues mental health suicides up like there's so many uh, like secondary secondary uh like ramifications consequences all these like all these weird kids, like, they can't get bullied, though, anymore. So, like, maybe it's, like, saving I people. Say. Yeah. <laughs> I think a certain, and I might get canceled for this, but I think a certain amount of bullying is honestly necessary. Oh, dude. So to a certain, to an extent, and it depends on the person and it depends on the circumstances, but a certain amount of bullying is good for someone. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like, I think, I mean, I was never hit as a kid, but so I can't really speak from experience, but I feel like, okay, my mom won't admit it and I'm going to say it. She would take, she would take a rubber spatula and if I was being a little shit, she'd smack me on the ass with it. Oh yeah. I've gone. And like, I've confronted her about it. Just like joking around. She's like, I never did that. Yeah. She'd be be whipping cookies or something (laughs) and I'd be being a little shit fucking around, sticking my finger in, licking everything. And yeah, she'd grab the spatula and, and whack my ass. like that. That shit's okay, but like now, fucking woke parents like if you fucking grab your kid on the arm like that, they're like, whoa, whoa, yes, whoa, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like come, come on now, come on now, and the kids yeah, being a little dick, yeah. Smack also them like, up. <laughs> also like, I mean, we went to Hampton, so like we didn't see kids getting like the shit kicked out of exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> so like exactly. we can't like we can't act sit here and act like we really know what like bullying is really like true but um 
But I, I, to an extent, I've been bullied and also been a bully before. Oh like, yeah, like I've definitely camp. like verbally, like I've I've probably made kids cry from like what I said, and yeah. like it's fucked up, and like I've, yeah, I've I've also been like the butt end of like jokes, and like especially in the school setting where it's like uh, you're just getting like gang raped table. by everybody. <laughs> lunch table, so, like, middle yeah, school. Like, if you get a shit like like I was gonna say if you get a shitty haircut, but it's more like uh, like like okay, this like is. This is an extreme, but like, imagine like pissing yourself in like high school or oh, middle yeah. school. Oh my god! Like, dude, you're getting fucking shit on so hard by dude. everybody, and it's even like the passive aggressive bullying too. Like, people might not like come to your face and like laugh in your face, but like just the way it would spread around the school and like that, people would which look might at be you worse. Like, yeah. you know, right. like I think that's what I'm saying is I think the good bullying is like face to face. But know? at the same time, uh, I feel like. I don't know. Like our parents' age, if if a kid pissed himself, like kids would literally like kick the living shit yeah, out of them. Exactly. Just like just for pissing themselves. Exactly. They'd, I'm like, saying beat that not even knowing what like good hard bully like back in the like day, stuffing bully. kids in lockers <laughs> yeah. and like fucking like sticking a kid's like, head in the toilet. My like, dad said like, he got classic bullying. Like my dad got like chased down the street with, like some kid wielding a bike chain once. Like that's like kids are like trying to hurt each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like. Shit was serious back then, but at the same time, like I feel like people kind of people were more like kids who back. I feel like kids who got the shit kicked. Like I feel like our dads probably all might have gotten their ass beat like once oh, or twice oh, in high school sure. or in middle school or something. And like they're not fucked up because of it. They're just, like it's just like yeah. they grew up but, and like got stronger and like learned how to fight maybe or like whatever it is, but. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely like, some learning from getting, like, your ass kicked, like whether defending, it's verbally or physically. Or, like, defending your friend from it, you know? Like, that builds, like, having that kind of, like, evil mm -hmm. part of the world in, like, a smaller setting growing up, like, reveals, like, yo, there's going to have to be someone to stand up to this shit. Like, the classic quote, whatever, like, all it takes for evil to prevail is good men to do nothing. Like, it, like, teaches kids, like, there's certain scenarios where you should feel it, like, in your soul. That, like, that's not right. Like, I got to stand up for that. And I think that's a big part of, I think, like, we're coming to, like, a point in time and in our country where, like, something like that is going to happen. Because I won't get specific, but there are certain issues being pushed today where, like, someone needs to stand up and be like, yo, that's not right. That's uh, not how it's supposed to go. Like, yeah, I we mean, can't get so lost in political correctness and inclusion that we lose what it, like basic values are. I totally agree. 100%. Yeah, because, um, yeah. I mean, we don't have to go with some specifics right now because yeah. then we'll go on. Then for like we'll another, go on. For we'll go a while. on for like another hour. <laughs> um, but we could uh, we could bring a second part of this in and uh, just have a a PC. PC bullshit episode. Yes, um, that's a good. That that's not talk about that all the go. bullshit yeah. and like just fucking let loose because like. All right, I'll say it. All this, this pronoun shit pisses me off. It annoys me. Mm -hmm. Like, now if you're like straight trans and like you want to be called like, like you used to be Chelsea and now like you want to be, like, Greg. Okay, I'll call you Greg. Like that's cool, but like these fucking like. Alright, I'm getting too pissed and I gotta <laughs> pull down. <laughs> these these gender fluid people and the like the especially gender fluid, that I don't like and I I think that's just weird and it it I think it's mental, like it's it's fucked because like those are the people who literally change every day. And I mm -hmm. saw this girl, she had like a TikTok video and she was like, I have like different bracelets like that not like that notify you what my pronouns are for the day. So some days I'll be wearing blue, which means I'm going by he him. And some I'll have pink, which means she, her. And some I'll have yellow, which is they, them. But sometimes I'll have pink and yellow, which means I go by she or them. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Honestly, dude, I wouldn't even put that on them. That's like 100% on the parents. Like, what the fuck are you I don't raising? know what that is. And, and, and that's the other thing. Like, I want to separate those from, like, trans people who, like, literally just, like, because I think there's, like, there's a difference between that like somebody who just like wants to change like they, they want to be called something different that's fine but like the people who like fucking just make it fluid and just do whatever the fuck they want like it's like come on like we can't accommodate for all like this weird fuckery that you that you want i 100 percent agree and yeah i mean i i could go off on a little tangent right now but i think we could end on that k 
case that is now circling uh, everything about the death penalty, and maybe we'll have a death penalty episode later, but uh, don't know the dude's name. Honestly, forget. Honestly, cancel me if you want. I don't give a fuck what his name was. Everyone is, like, pissed that he, like, got killed on death row. And then you hear about what he did to these people, and he was an adult when he did it, and it's just like, why is that? Like, why are we trying to like save this dude? Galski's back from. He well, what? Just real quick, and then we'll wrap up. He what? He he, he burned someone. No, he like killed a couple and yes. then burned the car. So and him he put him in the trunk and burned him in the car. Him right? and three friends kidnapped a couple for no reason. Shot him. The husband died like from the gunshot wound the woman was still alive so they put him in the trunk drove around with their credit card bought a bunch of stuff and then drove him to a park and set the entire car on fire and that's how the woman died she actually and died people from are pissed fire. that they put the dude that they killed the dude on oh death was row. this the the yeah I yeah actually can't that. remember his name but um yeah i mean kill him for sure we'll, we'll do a full <laughs> episode on this 100 <laughs> percent kill him but it doesn't have to be so expensive. We don't need to go through all this bullshit. Right. Just fucking shoot them in the back right. of the head right. or torture them like, if you want to. That's cool, too. Um, but it's just I did hear that, like, so he was 18 and, like, the 17-year-olds he was with didn't get a death penalty. Like, right. they kind of got – they didn't get off, but they didn't get, like, fucked. Right. So they it got, is like, stupid that, like, literally what day – like – that year does not make any difference. So, like, uh, they should. No, does, I think though, they need. Bro. Like, in no, the they book, need to go. They need to go back and try all of the minors as adults, which they can do. That's what they need to do. I agree, but in their eyes, like, once you turn eighteen, like, obviously, this is a pretty simple fact that you become an adult, like, at that moment. Like, in yeah, terms of your actual biological state. development. I know, but it's just stupid that, like. Like, cause what if you were like, what if my birthday was tomorrow and we go kill, like we go kill a couple, you get the death penalty, but I don't because right. I'm still they 17. They literally yeah, say think, that you're not biologically on the same level. It's, as it's, I think that's the ironic, <laughs> fucking loophole. that's the ironic part. I realized turning 21, it's like, I know all of our parents, like if you have one single drop of alcohol, you do not get behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> and then you turn 21. They're like. You know what? You can have a couple and drive, but like you got to figure it out. Like, yeah. like, come on now. Like, and then you see several parents so, yeah. who just get absolutely sauced and, and then just, whip home. Yeah, too many. And like, then they're like, bro. "You had a beer, you cannot drive." Yeah. It's like, bitch, I saw you fucking hammer driving last week. <laughs> and yeah, that's another generational thing. It's like, and they've done a good job, like teaching. Yeah, us we're used to Uber and like, that used yeah, to I don't be know people who just drunk drive really. Right, I know I'm people glad. who've done it, but like, I don't really know a lot of people who frequently that, do. That's one. That's a big issue in Montana, actually, is drunk driving. So and I feel like nobody's more. fucking Uber now. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> I feel like kids our age too. Like they, you'd straight roast your friend if they were like regularly drunk driving. Like, yeah, I'd I'd full on roast oh. my friend. I'd be like, dude, what the, like don't. The couple times that. that my friends have, I've cooked them for exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Like you fucking idiot. I love dick. that. Call That's an awesome. Uber. I'll, right. I'll fucking call an Uber for you, Literally. dick. <laughs> right, I'll pick you up, you fucking cock. <laughs> kill a family of three all right yeah you, <laughs> exactly. i don't even care about your ass it's like the people you're gonna hurt like, yeah, exactly <laughs> how long are you home how, are you home for a, a I think, while yeah i think i'm staying till it's up in the air from here till new year's but but christmas, christmas for sure all right yeah. sweet so we'll definitely get another episode with galski we can hit all Love those to pc topics. yeah we've got some things we death penalty some on. some more uh bullying of, pc culture yeah <laughs> we'll we'll hit a bunch of more topics I'm thinking a, I'm thinking a joint episode, us three, and then we'll get producer Sickles. Oh, we could get Sickles. We'll get a four-way episode. And he we'll has really to just be on the PC out. culture one. Oh, yeah. He would love that. So look forward to that. And uh guess that's it. Thanks right? for having me, boys. You want to give your Instagram Instagram plug real quick? Uh, LMongowski99, you know, hit me with the follow. Not on Twitter anymore, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. Me neither. I got banned twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go follow Galski. Appreciate him coming on so last minute. I'll um, be back. Follow us. I'll be back for sure. Absolutely. 
Follow us on Instagram at TubestationPod, posting as much as we feel like it. So <laughs> fuck with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for pulling tubes. Peace out.